0: Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirstie. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us.
1: Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate.
0: And you know what we really, really love this week? What do we love? We really love COVID vaccines, because we one of us vaccines. is vaccinated.
1: One of us is half vaccinated.
0: One of us is half vaccinated. Kelsey got vaccinated yesterday. I did. I did. So, that's great news, and we are thrilled.
1: We're thrilled. Um, we have a date where we might be able to be friends again.
0: Yes, we... May or may not have made a totally normal Google Calendar event for Vax <laughs> Day. Yeah, so that's our our mini core core. I, we need to have a crew meeting at some point about the future of core core.
1: core Core's not over
0: till it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happens when it's hot back summer and we're not core coring anymore?
1: Then it'll be our hot back summer update. Okay. I like the format. I don't know if you the people like the format or not. So you we can like tell it, us,
0: but it's our it's our podcast and we like it. So yeah. you can take that for what you will.
1: Yeah. But um I think we need to pour one out for a petty queen.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: um Jessica Walter died this week and Yes. We were a little rattled.
0: We're recording this on March 27th, so I don't know how old or new this news will be anymore. It'll be new. It'll still be new? This is this week's episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a real big, fat bummer.
1: It's a big, fat bummer.
0: Kelsey ignored all of my 911 messages about it.
1: I know I was actually getting work done.
0: God forbid. The worst time to try to have a job. The worst time. But,
1: yeah. Yeah. My general reaction is that I won't hear it and I won't
0: respond to <laughs> Correct. Correct. I don't generally have feelings about celebrity deaths because I think it's weird. Mm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Not, like, the humanity of it all, but, like, the celebrity of it all. Yeah. But this was one where I definitely was feeling the humanity of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll carry so.
1: the petty spirit of Jessica Walter wherever <laughs> we go. Everywhere we go.
0: Um, do you have a core core or is that that's a bummer of a core core. That can't be our core core. That can't be the core core. I feel like I should. Oh, I got <laughs> I got these kid friendly knives and I'm letting my child chop vegetables oh, now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a fun Snapchat.
0: She got to do, like, all of dinner tonight, mm. and I couldn't get any videos because I was busy managing that situation. Right. I mean, they, like, claim to be child-friendly, but, like, there's only so child-friendly you can be when you have a semi-sharp, semi-blunt object being, like, sawed through a carrot.
1: <laughs> Kirsty continues to, like, bring the chaos into her house and then be like, Why do I have chaos? <laughs> I'm trying to create enriching experiences for my child.
0: It's chaos. constant chaos. On the flip side, though, I tried to do the thing this morning and many mornings where you just, like, make your kid watch TV and play with toys and not do the enriching thing. Right. And that ended poorly, so. Oh, that's a bummer.
1: There's You can't <laughs> escape the chaos. No.
0: You can just manage the chaos. It's
1: self-perpetuating.
0: Yes. The chaos is inherent to the experience of having a toddler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's my core core <laughs> chaos. 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 Also, she doesn't nap anymore. Uh, it's great and fine and great and I'm fine. Help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband was like, Well, did you make her take like an hour by herself today? And I was like, When would that have happened? <laughs> When would we find the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my core core. That's your core core. What's yours other than being made out of 5G microchips? Well, that's the main one. <laughs> um,
1: my core core is going to be my regular reminder that Bob's Burger still slaps.
0: Oh, shit. I haven't watched that in so long.
1: We've been watching, like, I don't know what the fuck season it's on now, but, like, it still slaps it's yeah. fresh and new every week, and we have so little content. And, like, just go back to that well, because it keeps on giving.
0: I, it's I it's probably been a long-ass time. Like, a I would say a year, but a year feels like a weird time frame these days. Hmm. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah.
1: I mean, they recently did another poop humor episode, and, like, no one does a poop humor episode. <laughs> it's not for everyone, <laughs> but, like... They just nail it every time.
0: I would think that if anybody could ride that line, it would be them. They can
1: and have. Who hasn't pooped on Bob's Burgers?
0: <laughs> so good. So pure.
1: So... What are we talking about today?
0: I thought going um, come up with a
1: better intro, and then
0: here we are. Yeah, no, so today we have a whole episode, and that is... About the star series, Men in Kilts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're here to talk to you now about Men in Kilts, the show, and also the men in their kilts. Yeah, also the men. I feel also like- Also the men. W- we had,
1: like, a real big bummer cloud come over our infatuation <laughs> um, of Mr. Hot and Tall in Perpetuity, Sam Heughan. Yep. And we talked about that on the show. Yep. It's really not a big deal. Yes. And I think we need to put it aside and just be enthusiastic about how hot and tall he is. Correct, yes. And why we're here.
0: And why we're here. This is this is an episode strictly about objectifying men. And yeah. in fairness, it is because stars gave us a show where the premise, the premise, <laughs> was traveling scotland but the premise was objectifying men in scotland
1: yeah this comes out of like the sam hewan um production house
0: yes <laughs> I don't know which we, we didn't it's... know that we didn't is... know that i knew that uh, well i d- i didn't know that that's what great Glen co was supposed to be
1: that's like his overall brand that's housing all of his many projects. I just didn't
0: know it included his own production company.
1: I mean, to some extent, who knows what that really means, but... <laughs> he's
0: he trying, lo- though. He's,
1: he's a man with, who has a lot of initiatives. Yes. And in his endeavors to just generate money... Yes, And drive Scottish tourism <laughs> and Loki. Scottish Independence.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, He came up with this TV show concept that was initially a podcast concept.
0: Yes. The podcast turned... was in development for like a while before the TV show came about.
1: Yeah. And then it quickly pivoted into a book deal and mm-hmm. TV
0: show. Mm-hmm. And he so also, the... like, Great Glencoe for a while was advertising, like, a, like, Scottish tweed fashion line. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that on Instagram in a while, but he was, like, trying to get into, like, designer clothing.
1: He releases, like, scarves and, like, some low-key, like, small apparel pieces. Yeah. Like, along with the whiskey, sometimes as a box set. Got it. Kirstie and I have a bottle of the whiskey.
0: Yes. <laughs> We've prepared we ha- one. <laughs> we haven't gotten to drink it yet. No. That will be the ceremonial first hot Vax drink.
1: Uh-huh. So we can't the signature the cocktail yet, but
0: hot we're Vax center, yeah.
1: But yeah, so somewhere along the way, they someone got smart and said, "Stars probably wants content." Yep. Stars will pay us for this content. Yep. So we're gonna do the the show thing and not just the podcast thing for free because podcasts don't make money I don't know if anyone's told you that but
0: (laughs) and I think a lot of famous people are like well I'm famous so that will automatically mean sponsorship deals on my podcast but that's not it's not quite like that
1: no so in addition to charity crossfit and whiskey (laughs) and whatever else we now have men in kilts yep and it's loosely a tourism show a travel show about Scotland and it's built around themes yes so every episode has a different theme so so far we have seen we've seen food and drink sports Song and Dance, Witchcraft and Superstition, and Traditions. And I think there's two more episodes or so that haven't been aired yet. Yes. So, it definitely feels like a one
0: and done. Yeah, I mean, there's only... Scotland's only so big.
1: Yeah. And they're trying to do a lot here. Yes. So... Where do you want to start? Do you want do you want to talk about like the format of the episodes? Sure, or... sure.
0: Let's lay some groundwork.
1: Okay, so the overall, f- the, like story they're trying to build here is that Sam Hewen and Graham McTab McTavish, yep, are
0: new to on Scotland. A road trip.
1: They're on a road trip to explore Scotland and understand their roots, and so they. Rent a, like, a camper van and drive it around Scotland to learn about it and meet different people and whatever. And so there's some, like, road trip hijinks along the way as, like, interstitials. And then there's usually, like, these are 30-minute episodes. There's probably, like, five different activities. Mm Mm-hmm. Or topics covered per And some episode. of them have
0: more than others. Like, the traditions episode was jam, motherfucking mm-hmm. packed. It was, like, an activity mm-hmm. every 40 seconds. Yeah. But then, like, the sports episode, I feel like, had a little bit more room to breathe.
1: Yeah. And some of that could be, like, due to the nature of what the topic is. Yes. But they typically, like, go somewhere, crack a couple jokes learn a thing or two, make do like an experience usually of some sort, and then like move along to the next thing. Yes. And I have like some questions.
0: Yes, I have some quibbles. Let's start with your questions and then we'll be
1: I mean my questions, questions are quibbles, quibbles always, but you know. Um <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great name That's for this podcast.
0: Questions and quibbles <laughs>
1: We're going to rebrand again. <laughs> oh, <God>. Um <laughs> So I mean my first question is like why 30 minutes? Like we know Stars is starred for content. Yes.
0: Especially since so, this ended up being like what they leaned on in COVID times. This was like we can't bring you yeah. outlanders, so here's this instead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, <clears throat> I mean they filmed this during COVID, which I also have so many quibbles and questions a million about, but... a million um
0: oh there's three episodes ch- left oh okay there's scotland by land air and sea okay. they're having their own infrastructure week <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay
0: that's the one coming out tomorrow so hope we'll have okay. that in time for our infrastructure week we sure will. Um the next one is we'll clans. Back. Yeah. Clans and tartans. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is Battle of Culloden. I knew there was a Culloden coming yeah. up okay. Maybe that's so, when Sam will get high up on his bullshit about Scottish independence in which case that would be fine.
1: That would be fine. Um So my question is like why the 30 minute format? Why try and pack so much into 30 minutes? And also, if you only have 30 minutes, why are you making it like an Outlander clip show? Yes.
0: I had so, so many quibbles about this.
1: It's unfortunate. I think it's a misstep on Starz's part because they they put a ton, ton, ton of marketing behind this show to reach like a broader audience than the Outlander audience because the Outlander obvious audience was obviously going to watch. But there's been ads on like HGTV nonstop. <laughs> They've been doing, like, huge, like, web takeovers on all these different, like, platforms that I wasn't prepared for. They, like, sunk a ton of money into promoting this, and then every single episode starts with, like, well, when we did this on Outlander, and then they segue into, like, a scene from Outlander, and no one wants that. Especially people who aren't coming to this show because they like Outlander, they're coming to this show because they like travel shows, which is what
0: it was pitched as. Right. Unless this was Star's way of being like, fan service for the Outlander fans, and introduction to Outlander for the non-Outlander fans.
1: I I just don't think anyone is looking for it. No. Like, literally anyone. I agree. I,
0: like, every time they would drop Outlander, I was like, is this like an SEO thing? Like, like why, what are we doing with this?
1: it's it's not i don't know like if i didn't know outlander i would be turned off by that yes and i'm turned off by it as someone who's seen it like i've seen it i know it we can just keep moving on if you want to put a promo for outlander at the end do it right. i don't think it needs to be integrated content it just seems like a especially dumb idea. because it's
0: not like one comment as a jumping off point it's like We're driving to the first activity and remember when we rode horses out on Outlander and then they go and do a thing and they're talking to the host of their activity and they're like, so we were on Outlander. Yeah. And you're familiar with it.
1: I don't even mind that they like bring people in who worked on the show or whatever. No, that's
0: fine. But they, they said it to literally everybody.
1: Right. And then they had clips of episodes at random, like, peppered in. Yes. It's just, it's too much Outlander, not enough of what it's trying to be. Like, if... What if... I'm gonna bring up the wine show multiple times, I'm just gonna warn everyone, but... (laughs) What if we're watching the wine show, and everywhere they go, Matthew Good is like, Oh, on Chasing Liberty, I rode a moped through this part of the city, and then they show a clip from Chasing Liberty. Why?
0: Actually, I would be really here for that. That
1: Okay, yes, but it's not relevant. That would do it for me,
0: actually. (laughs) I need the travel show that's based on Chasing Liberty.
1: (laughs) I think it's called Rick Steves, but...
0: (laughs) You're not wrong. That's totally fair. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Um... That was brutal, and I was not thrilled with that. No.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I think the thing about travel shows as a genre...
0: Oh, yeah, let's spend some time talking about this, because I've said this to you before, and maybe on this podcast before. Yeah, you have. I always think I hate a travel show. Until I watch a travel show, and then in the moment I'm like, I am enjoying myself. And then the show ends, and I'm like, man, I hate a travel show, so, like, let's talk about this.
1: Well, it's doing some of the things that a travel show should do, right? Like, a lot of, like, drone shots of countryside, and they do the, like, bit with the van, And driving the van around, which is clearly
0: all fake. I did not. Usually I can get behind the sort of fake buddy stuff. Like, yeah, I think the wine show does a good job of the like, we're definitely doing this together like this bit.
1: I mean, Matthew Good and Matthew Reese go way back. They're
0: such buddies.
1: They are. They were on death, death at Pemberley. Death comes to Pemberley together.
0: But I don't buy for a <laughs> You're like, I, yeah, like I don't know what to do with that. But I don't buy for a fucking second that Sam and Graham are spending any time in that van. They're not. Like absolutely. The whole not. thing
1: is supposedly they went on an actual road trip to come up with the concept for the show or to do a, a like.
0: That's how they wrote the book, really, isn't it? They didn't really write the book. Oh. Maybe I mean that, that was the marketing straight, pitch like, though. Like that's what yeah. they said.
1: Yes. And supposedly they did, like, a really rough pilot and did a road trip. Yeah. Which is believable and fine. Yeah. But then trying to, like...
0: Emulate that.
1: Yeah, it's just weird. And it's based on where they're going in every episode, it's clearly not, like, one
0: cohesive road
1: trip. Right. Because they're, like, back and forth between... Edinburgh, and They went to went Edinburgh islands, like, like 90 individual
0: times. It's yeah. like every episode yes. they make a special trip to Edinburgh and it's like, um, no. Right.
1: Or we could have just done everything in Edinburgh in one day. I think the format... So going back to travel shows, Oh, right? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps to tie it to a place versus a theme. Correct. I understand what they're doing and it's admirable to do it that way. But like, having every episode be about a theme just isn't doesn't work as this concept like this concept of a road trip should have been we go to Edinburgh and we go to Glasgow and we go to the Highlands and we go to wherever yes and then you can talk about all these different pieces but I think it doesn't the way that they're framing this doesn't really work and
0: go ahead I was just gonna say I think the traditions episode like really highlights the flaws in the format yeah. Because they did two excursions and in each of them they go to their like excursion host and they have like three minutes of awkward conversation. Like they try to learn Gallic and they like go and she's like, Here's how to speak Gaelic and they're like, I can't speak Gaelic and Sam's like there's too many midges and then they just leave. <laughs>
1: It was truly like I had secondhand embarrassment just watching that whole thing. Like what editor
0: left that in there? Certainly there had to be more footage than that.
1: Well, that's the thing, like every good travel show takes a lot of time in like lingering and luxuriating in a place or a
0: food or There's no luxuriating in the show at all.
1: The only time it gets close is when they go to the rugby stadium, Yeah,
0: they spend a lot of time there, and they just, like, play.
1: Well, because they actually like that. (laughs) Yes,
0: but there's, like, no playing.
1: (laughs) No, and in the first episode, I think it was, like, very clear to me um, immediately because that was the food and drink one. And so, I mean, I watch a lot of Mm food-related travel shows and food-related shows, and you want to see people, like not only take a bite of it and say it's good, but then, like, talk about why it's good and talk about where the ingredients come from and talk about, like, and, like, really have the
0: chef come to the table while they, like, sit against a window of the panorama.
1: Yeah, and they do pieces of this. They check boxes, but it doesn't feel like they're doing it in a, like, a meaningful way. It very much
0: feels like checking boxes. It a thousand percent feels like they, like, roll up on location and are like, Okay, we need to get these six shots. Go. Right.
1: And it just doesn't have to be that way. So I don't know why stars, again, like, let's take 60 minutes. Let's hang out. Clearly, like, there's a lot of decent dynamics at play that they could make last Mm -hmm. longer.
0: Yeah. I don't know if we're ready to get there, but I have thoughts about the Sam and Graham dynamic.
1: I mean, tell me more.
0: Is it? I don't Go think ahead. they're that fun together.
1: So I agree, and I think it's because this show is
0: overly scripted and over. Ah, so that could be. That could be. Graham also comes off there's... as being way more of the fun one, which could be true. That very much could mm-hmm. be true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it like. Like, Sam has this really weird, like, tense vibe Mm -hmm. and really only seems like he is there to crack jokes and serve looks.
1: Which isn't wrong.
0: It's not wrong. We're all very proud of him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of the vibe is due to, like, trying to make this show in lockdown times, too.
0: That's also fair. That's also fair. It it felt like, and this could be just that it's, like, too scripted, as you're saying, but it felt like they, like, go into every, like, scene and are like, okay, we have to, like, make fun of each other this specific way this number of times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how people will know we're friends. Right. Instead of just, like, having chemistry, which they do have.
1: They do have. It feels like some, it feels like you can tell when things are organic versus yes. when they're, like scripted or they've done it before and they're redoing it for whatever reason. Like, yep, it feels when they're doing a bit, you know, they're doing a bit. Yep. And when they're just having fun, it's, it's a better energy. And I think like, we're going to go back to the wine show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Like the wine show was scripted. There were plenty of scripted parts of that, but there was also a lot of room for them to just play. And be friends and have fun and say dumb things and make it feel like there was some organic part of it. So they would do, like, eyes-on-the-camera reads that were super awkward. But then they would have a lot of other times that were more organic. And I think that's what we're lacking. Like, it seems like this show is trying to
0: emulate the wine show in a lot of ways, and it's just... Dropping the ball. Dropping God the ball. it. I just, like, don't get the sense. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm beating a dead horse now. But, like, I don't get the sense that they did any, like, extra filming. Like, no. I don't get the sense that there was ever any time when they just, like, sent them off and were like, enjoy. <laughs> and we're going to leave the cameras on. Or, like, yeah. that they ever left the cameras on after a scene was filmed and caught what happened next. Like, it doesn't right. feel like there was much left on the cutting room floor. No,
1: I think it's also a product of say they so they've done this once they've yes. done some sort of road trip to gather material to put together something to pitch this like it's like if we were going to
0: record an episode twice. <laughs> Although we've done that, and the second one hasn't always been bad,
1: but it is challenging. It, it is challenging. it's yeah. A, it's hard to make it organic all the way when you right. know what the other person's going to talk about or sit. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the next beat is going to be. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I think the biggest way they shot themselves in the foot, which you already said, is just, like, not doing it by geography. Like, doing it yeah. by theme is really stupid, and I'm, like, still not totally over it. No. No. Um, because I think if you do it by geography, then you get like all of those little bits of each of the themes in every episode. So every episode has its food moment and its fashion moment and its culture moment and its outside moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and then like you actually get to luxuriate in the place a little bit, which is what traveling is like when you travel. You don't like say like, okay, today is my
1: sports day
0: today's my sports day today's my (laughs) cultural traditions day right yeah and
1: like it doesn't help anyone that this is out at the same time that stanley tucci's italy show is out because that is a beautiful masterpiece of a travel show i
0: haven't seen any of it but the internet will not fucking stop because
1: the man just loves food and he's all (laughs) of us (laughs) <laughs> like, he's... I don't think he sheds tears over Parmesan the way Samin did, but it's, like, mm, on that level.
0: Yeah, it's he's feeling it. Like,
1: yeah, it's firing on all those cylinders. Yep. When he eats a bite of food, like, you know how
0: he feels about
1: it, and I think that's a skill. That's not what everyone can do. Oh, that's do. for
0: sure a skill.
1: But, like, it felt like a miss when you have Sam in in the whiskey distillery and he can't like even say anything about it besides it's good
0: yeah I actually um wanted to flag the moment where they go to like the room where the barley is being stored (laughs) and they like lay down in the barley and like roll around in it yeah um because they were trying to do a thing that gets at that it was supposed to be this like celebration of the malt uh huh and it was so much a bit that, like, neither Sam or Graham was having fun. Yep. yep. And so it was like, why are two grown men rolling around in the malls? And more importantly, why is the distiller letting them do it? It made me uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. The only funny thing to come out of that, because um, the moment itself was not funny to me. Yeah. And it did not convey any kind of emotional connection to the experience of being at this distillery. But the only funny moment is that uh, somebody pointed out that if you freeze the frame at the right point, Sam Hewen is making his Jamie Fraser sex face. Oh!
1: (laughs) Those Outlander fans are toxic.
0: Yeah. And that I can't now unsee it anytime the gif comes across the internet for me. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's very funny, and we've said before that Sam Hewen walks into every room and knows exactly what his job is as yeah. Mister Hot and Tall in perpetuity. Yeah, and to me, that was just like him knowing what his job was.
1: I mean, okay, let's let's talk about that. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the the looks that are being served. Hmm.
0: Every time that man is talking to his, like, excursion host yeah. and just casually puts a leg up on something to lean on his knee, mm. it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: The slow-mo of him in the soccer, in the
0: soccer, sta- rugby stadium. Yes. Whew. Also, that entire thing where he goes skinny dipping. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need it. I didn't need it. I wouldn't ask for it. I'm not mad about it. No. <laughs> not in, like, a sexual way, just in, also, like, like, a... That was
1: maybe one time that it was a little bit organic.
0: <laughs> yeah, In exactly. this whole stupid show. <laughs> Except that you know that they orchestrated it, because they... If if somebody on mm-hmm. the production team had to choose which one of them to get naked at some point, right, it would always right, be right. Sam.
1: right. But I think the thing that was, the sports episode was the best yes. episode of the show so yes. far. And it's because they were both interested yep. in it, they liked it, and the things that they were, their activities, had, like, genuine reactions to them. Yes. So, like,
0: yeah, they're doing all the Highland
1: Games stuff, like, there was actual, like, funny moments because they were having actual reactions to, like, picking up giant things and throwing them. <laughs> it's, that's what they should have been capturing the whole time yes but anyway we're here to talk about the turtlenecks and oh I'm yeah it's turtleneck it time
0: <laughs> he wears them
1: I had to issue a content warning
0: to <laughs> he's wearing the hell out of them,
1: and like Barbour? yeah just getting so much free advertising so much I don't know why they haven't signed him on again to do more I, they really because...
0: need to that was a good season that was oh, a really good season that's...
1: I have purchased, like, become a bar. I wouldn't even say purchased, I've become a barbore customer yep. in perpetuity because of Mr. Hottenthal in perpetuity.
0: Yes. <laughs> he just looks so good in a sensible raincoat. Mm hmm. You know, we always talk about, like, middle aged, like, men in sensible outerwear. Yeah, you're right. But, like, this is what? now, like, the sexualized version of that. I'm not mad at it. They took like it. a thing that we find <laughs> quaint and joyful and made it hot instead. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so
1: we're here for the looks. We're here for the looks. Um, questionable on the content. Mm-hmm. I think, what was your like least favorite so far?
0: The Traditions episode. That one sucked. It was just, like, not fun to watch.
1: I have maybe never felt more uncomfortable than I did watching the song and dance. Yeah,
0: there was was a lot happening in that one.
1: It's just... I just... I I felt secondhand embarrassment watching that, too.
0: Yeah, they do that bit where they, like, try to have them leading the marching band. Uh Uh-huh. And they start off with the scene of Sam and Graham in the van and they're yep. like we have to take this really seriously and then they cut to them being really goofy mm-hmm. and like obviously the part in the van was filmed afterwards because the producers knew they'd need a lead in right and then they're being goofy and the marching band like pretends to stop playing and turn around and walk away and it's mm-hmm. like uh-huh oh. uh-huh uh-huh i'm nodding slowly like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I think, like, talk about missed opportunities. They would have achieved so much by just not having them change outfits every single scene. Yeah. Like, there's a lack of continuity. (laughs) How do we keep things consistent? And make people think it's the same day. You put them in the same outfit. Why do you think everyone on bake off wears the same clothes for like three days straight? Like <laughs> yeah. you figure it out.
0: Figure it out. It's basic. It's so basic. It's basic. Yeah. There's that for sure. <sighs> they also do that like party at the end, which I couldn't get past. And which party? The at the very end of that episode.
1: Uh, oh the indoor party. The indoor not the party, not party. the super
0: spreader event.
1: I've been unwell about the super. The
0: super spreader <laughs> event was also uncomfortable. Um, for reasons I can't quite describe, but it felt it felt incorrect somehow. It was incorrect. It was incorrect, largely due to the super spreading, but yeah, other factors as well. Yeah. Um, but the indoor party was like it made me extremely aware that this was filmed in COVID times.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And because they had like 10 people in the room doing this dance and they were trying desperately to edit it in such a way that it would look like this raucous party that happened all night where the booze was just flowing. And you can tell they filmed like 10 minutes and then they just like (laughs) did a bunch of editing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, there are five people in this room and it's because of covid Yep. I know this. Thanks. Bye, Men and Kills.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Like, there's nothing more uncomfortable than a small group of people pretending to have a large group of people's worth of fun.
1: Unless it's us talking at any given We're time. not
0: pretending to have a large group of people's worth of fun. We are very much only <laughs> attempting Fair. to have the amount of fun we can have. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> We are not trying to pretend that we have, like, the magnetic energy of a hundred people doing a podcast together. Mm-hmm. hmm Okay, fair. You know? Because they're, like, it's like these twelve people, and they're trying to pretend you're at, like, a big wedding or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Where you'd be, like, six drinks in, and everyone would be, like, hot and sweaty. Right. And, like, clearly... It was very awkward. Clearly it's not that. Not that. Not that at all. No. Although the only thing I'll say about that, the indoor party is that their excursion host was this chick in a fabulous green wrap dress. And mm-hmm. she was flirting so aggressively. Yeah. Just she was like really there to get it. And yeah. I do appreciate that she seemed to be leaning more towards Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is just funny.
1: It is just funny. Just so funny. So like, as a COVID artifact that can get us through the bleak times in between Outlander and as a one-off that never needs
0: any more God, I hope they don't seasons. try a second season. It's fine. I don't want a second season. (laughs) I will say, though, that I do think that's one of the weaknesses, just from a future planning standpoint, of doing it by theme. Is they, like, really didn't leave themselves much room. I don't know how much interest there even was in a season two, but they didn't, like, leave the door open, I don't think. No. Because I don't. You can't, like, now go back and expand on any of these things. Like, we all get it now. Right, right.
1: Ultimately, it's like. An extended DVD extra situation.
0: (gasps) That's exactly what it feels like! Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you said that, because that, like, is such a good encapsulation of the specific brand of awkward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's, like, it's the same feeling of sort of, like, rushed, but we need the extra fan content. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're so right.
1: So... I hope they both got a good paycheck out Me of too. it. Me
0: and, too. And we can all move on. You know what? Like, it's not relaxing in the way that travel TV is supposed to be. Yeah. But it, I was never mad while watching it. No. I just had quibbles.
1: We're here for the eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> not for the deep thoughts about Scotland. Correct. Although if somebody However, wants
0: to do that travel show. Yeah. I would enjoy that. I would, too. I want Um, somebody to do trains in Scotland. That's what we need.
1: Like, the one train? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what Julie Walters is going to take us on, but we have content to to do. (laughs) We're going to do trains. What are you talking about? I want
0: Scottish trains.
1: Dick Strawbridge.
0: Yeah, but that's not driver's eye view. Trains through the countryside.
1: Okay. Okay, spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. Before we leave, we do have one thing that we need to share, yes. which is that I am an inventor yes. of a new concept. Yes, Relar- re- related, related. <laughs> wow, say <laughs> regarding and related together it didn't really work out. Um, related to Mr. Hot and Tall in perpetuity. Yes, by association, somehow. Um. <laughs> I don't even know how this came about, but um we all talk about John Hamm.
0: We all talk. We all know. <laughs> we all talk about John Hamm. Let's all be real.
1: And all I'm going to say is we all know about John Hamm's package. <laughs> And
0: No Nobody out there who knows about John Ham has never zoomed in on a picture on Google Image Search of John Hamm penis. That's all.
1: Right. So it came up somehow, and I declared that the investigative process around this will henceforth be known as the ham yes. analysis.
0: Yeah so and it we've I introduced the ham analysis to a focus group um and it's been a spectacular week in the time since it's been introduced so yeah yeah feel free to popularize that because I think the culture is like really ready to um it is to name this phenomena Mm Hmm. yeah yeah
1: and I can't be the one to do it so Go,
0: Go for it. <laughs> analysis. Um, it was something about something Sam wore in this show. I might have said something about Sam's thighs or something.
1: It was about him in general. I have in lots some of way. feelings
0: about his thighs, so that could have been yeah what prompted it. But
1: it was it a ham happened. analysis. A ham
0: analysis
1: so um, if you would like to talk to us I don't want to say anything about ham analysis if you would like to talk to us about the ham
0: analysis (laughs) if you have any thoughts or questions about conducting a rigorous ham analysis according to the scientific method no
1: attachments please (laughs) (laughs) You can find us um on Twitter at Hate Watch With Us. You can send us an email to hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. You can click the contact button on hatewatchwithus.com, or you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell us how much taller a man is if they have a Scottish accent. Okay.
0: Alright. There were so many different ways right. that could have gone. I wasn't that one wasn't in my top five. I was trying to
1: I'm trying to keep it (laughs) (laughs) family-friendly. Just for the
0: last five seconds. that one part. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Um, If you would like to bully some people we know into adopting the process of the ham analysis, you can find our friends over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network. They're a network of other podcasts, and they talk about other things that generally, I think, are not related to men's pants. And... (laughs) You can find them at ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. You can email them at ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com. And you can search for them on Patreon to support the infrastructure of this show.
1: Speaking of infrastructure, Uh it's about to be infrastructure month, Infrastructure
0: month! It's going to be the best infrastructure week ever.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. The theme is our life on the rails. Get excited. We have four weeks of spicy hot train adjacent content
0: coming. Oh, it's so good. I like the last two recordings when it's come time to record. I've been like, so is this one trains? And Kelsey's like, no. And I'm like, okay, but (laughs) is this one trains?
1: I have to be the mean podcast mom. (laughs) like, like, no "No." trains. We have to talk about Sam Heughan in this package first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what if, well, what if Sam Heughan drove a train?
1: No, he doesn't have any conductor That's bed.
0: true. None. What if, what if they got, like, what if it was, like, Yule Log style, but they got, like, one of those old-timey train cars where it's, like, wood paneling and, like, like, you know? yeah. That and I'm they put too. Sam yeah. in a white turtleneck and they had him sit next to a window. No. no turtlenecks!
1: No turtlenecks. All right, some
0: other chunky knit sweater. Take your pick. And they put okay, him fine. in like an arm like a big armchair next to the window, and it's like foggy outside, and the train's just going. That'd be I'd great. Watch that. <laughs> and occasionally <laughs> he just like reads and sips a scotch. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like the Nick Offerman Yeah log.
0: But it's Sam Hewen on the rails mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: mm-hmm. Great Glencoe If you
0: could like <laughs> to produce is our official bitch
1: Call us, us.
0: Alright on that note We'll that see you note, next time hope we don't On the train Hope we
1: don't get a bunch of one star reviews <laughs> We'll see you next
0: time Bye <laughs> Bye <laughs> Look at that. That was like a whole ass episode.